Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Oh my God. This ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. That's a great catch by David Tyree. Catch the Moment Podcast Super Bowl 57 edition, 15 year celebration of the helmet catch. I'm here. This is pretty dope because New York City is invading the desert. Dino, Dino Gatti? Gatto. Gatto. All I know of him is Dino. He has the best meatballs in New York City at Rayo's. Um, executive chef. What's good, brother? Not much. Known each other for a long time and I still haven't been to Rayo's. We'll get you up there. Finally. I came one time and way too late. You know, that's kind of what athletes do. We just think, you know, every now and then. Exactly. We, we just screw stuff you up. You weren't on Coughlin time then. <laughs> I was not on Coughlin time. Y'all got like six tables in there. I didn't have a shot. So we always got to start here with Catch the Moment Pod. I probably know where you were when you saw the helmet catch, but tell me where you were, what your memory was the first time you saw the helmet catch. So my memory was standing on the sidelines with you guys <laughs> on the 30-yard line. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> he caught that. Because I know... Practice wasn't too good for you that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, here's here's the thing. Obviously, that's that's been a well documented story, but I had a horrible Friday practice, and very bad Friday practice. <laughs> a very bad Friday practice. But now all of a sudden, this I had a whole week of bad practice. I, I had one one bad day of practice. Hey, you made up for it. Uh, so I'm going to clear the air right here because <laughs> that's how that's how rumors travel. It's like, you know, he, he dropped everything all week. I dropped everything on Friday. And, yes. I, and I still caught some stuff on Friday, too. But listen, it's practice. Allen Iverson, practice? You talking about practice? <laughs> <laughs> so e executive chef, how long has it been now? I'm at the restaurant 27 years. You're a beast. All right, so tell me what you got going here in, in Arizona because you got some dope stuff. Yourself. Yeah, so this week we're doing an activation that we partnered up with the guys from Wheels Up with the private aviation. Uh, we're nice. doing something up in the Scottsdale area. I love it. All right, so you, uh, my guy's in the building, but all right, so on the pod, we got to talk about what your journey was a little bit, man. So you're well known for, obviously, your role in your position in this iconic restaurant. Now, I'm a Jersey boy, right? So I'm going I'm to I'm throw some lightweight shade. I feel good about being from Jersey. Anybody from New York looks at us like we're the armpit, the armpit of, of New York City. Not all of it. Not all of it? <laughs> <laughs> but what is so special about Rayo's? Rayo's is the oldest family-run restaurant in the United States mm -hmm. that is still owned by the same family and has never moved locations. Never moved. Never moved. We've been on the same corner on 114th Street since 1896. Now, our boss is now a third and fourth generation. Third and fourth? Third and fourth. That's, that's pretty epic. All right, you know, I got seven kids, so I'm all about the whole, you know, some people say, you know, I want to be prosperous too, but I got posterity. Like, my retirement is in my seven kids. I, right. I ain't got no bread. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. What has been the most like enjoyable moment? Like, so you're talking about a ton of history. You've been in the building for 27 years. What do you feel like you've contributed? And I mean, there's a ton of legacy there, obviously, before you get there. What's been your greatest joy and what's been your greatest contribution? I mean, our contribution, I mean, with the restaurant, we do a lot, a lot of stuff for charity, yep. which we do. I mean, there's one or two charities that we do a lot with. Yep. And there's others that we contribute to. And I mean, just the people that come in, it's a lot of local and neighborhood people I mean, since 77, since 1977, every table, every night's been booked. 
It's amazing. It's a lot of steadies and regulars, and you form friendships and bonds with everybody. Just real relationships. Yes. It's real like, old school. Right. It's like going to your grandmother's house on a Sunday and eat. Man, I've been missing out. <laughs> but that's the problem. You know, you know, you got to cross that daggone tunnel and cross that bridge to get over here. Exactly. Golly, boys. And these days, you don't want to be driving to New <laughs> yeah. York. <laughs> we'll figure it out, bro. So, all right, let me get into Dino a little bit, man. So, tell me what it was like, you know, like, obviously, you know, cooking. I mean, you, do you have an Instagram? You're a chef. No, not yet. Come on. Everyone's busting my chops to do it. So. You got the most famous meatball in the country, bro. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> we got to do it. I'm, I'm good. I'm good the way I am. You, right uh, you, you sure are, but you paid the pound. You, you've, it's, it's, it has to be pretty cool when you're, like, really the, the, the vet, right? Like, you're working at all this new age stuff, right. but you've been a part of something that's tried and true. As an individual, what has been your, your journey kind of toward this iconic franchise? What kind of got you in this space? Before starting there, I worked at other places. My best friend growing up, his uncle, yeah. has a standing reservation since 77. Uh, someone that worked in the kitchen had left. They were looking for someone, and he said, you're working? I said, yeah. He goes, you like it? I said, no, I hate the place I'm at. He goes, if I get your job Monday through Friday, Saturdays and Sundays off, no holidays, and three weeks in August for vacation, you'll I said, I'll take it. I saw Frankie on a Monday. I started the next day on Tuesday. Straight like that? Yes. Real simple. Now, 27 where, years later, still left. Now you, was cook, now, you were cooking at another place? I was at another restaurant. Uh-huh. Uh, started off at Rayo's as a sous chef. A sous chef is yep. six and executive the last 21. Ooh, yeah. okay. All right, so so you put in the work. Now, what was, what was life like? I still do every day behind the stove five days a week. Five days a week, bro? Monday through Friday, still, in, still cooking. I'm one of those guys. I'm in there cooking every night. All right, so... And obviously, I'm sure I'm sure you can peel that back a little bit if you really, really, really wanted to. So, what is it that keeps you behind the stove? I enjoy it. I, I you just it. really enjoy it. I enjoy it. Straight like and that. The stuff, the stuff that we cook is stuff that I grew up that my grandparents cooked. All right. So, what was life like growing up? Now, were you you're a New York, you're a city yes. kid. Born and raised in New York. What part? Queens. Queens. Ooh. So Queens is obviously having this, this resurrection, right? It's kind of like Manhattan, Brooklyn, Bronx. You know, obviously. Queens is finally getting its, it's kind of like its, its true resurrection, I think, at this stage in the whole New York City landscape. Right. What was life like in the, in the childhood? Was you, was, you, was you young bugging, hitting these streets? Was you mean mugging folk? Was you robbing no. people, Dino? No, you, no. What's up, man? <laughs> give me the, skin, give me the no. real stuff, man. No, just hang out. I was, I was acting crazy. No, we were doing some crazy stuff, but <laughs> not, not, nothing out of control. Nothing out of control? No. Didn't have to make those phone calls to get bailed out or anything. No bail? You no. Never, never got nope. bailed out? No. Just I got probably, phone calls about friends that needed to get bailed out. <laughs> so you just probably threw a couple of annihilators in your, in your pocket and walked out the store or something like that? You was a low... Because that's the kind of stuff I did. I put annihilators in my drawers. I think everybody walk. did that. <laughs> what has been, obviously, like I say, a lot of, lot, of, lot of time, a lot of experience... And um, and we're gonna get to your you know some of your your role because you got more bling, you know. So they say the rings and things you sing them out, bring them out. You know that's my that's my theme for the week. Dino got more bling than me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we'll get to that in a second. But what would you say is the hardest? What what was the biggest thing that you had to overcome in your life and your journey, whether it's in career or in your life, that's formulated who you are and your work ethic? I mean, early on, worked and just did it and really didn't care. I mean, this, I really do enjoy. I mean, if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't be there 27 years. Give me the, like, I'm going to choke somebody. I'm going to bust a vessel out my head. You had to oh, have no, some experiences. No, oh, yeah. There's times we get into it at the restaurant. Yeah. I mean, with us at the restaurant, there's nights we all start arguing. Yeah. 
The next day we're back in there like nothing ever happened. But what about your own personal life? Just, just you as a man, you as a leader. I mean, leading people is not easy, no. right? And we know the restaurant. I, I, I just opened a little juice bar. I'm swimming, <laughs> okay? So this is the last industry most people want to be in. I right. believe the, uh, what is it, the success rate is like one in 10 or something like that? Now, you got, you, you, different, different situation. Yeah, with us, I mean, we're totally different than, yeah. I mean, like I said, we're there since 1896. That's I mean, we're crazy. Booked. 1896. I mean, everybody has standing reservations, so we're, we're booked all this year. It's like nothing available. <laughs> yeah. It's I at the point it. where, I mean, like, if, if you want to come in, you call me up and say, Dave, listen, I want to come in for my wife's birthday on May 3rd. Yeah. Right, let me see what I can do. We'd have to call the regulars and see if they want to give us a table back <laughs> so we can of, give it to somebody. What kind of crap is that, man? That's crazy. It is. It is. <laughs> it's nuts. We got to call the regulars. Okay. Uh, we, have, we have no control over our tables. If we need to accommodate someone coming in, we need to call someone and say, hey, David, listen, I know you have a table May 2nd. Yeah. We need to get somebody in. Can we get it from you? And it's either, it's either sure or no, nah, I'm using it. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff is fantastic, Dino. Oh, listen, man, I'm looking to bump, you know, and, and make sure when I come that you tell me the, the, the amazing individual that I'm bumping their table. I'm like, listen. I want to know. You, don't worry. I'll tell you who it is. Yeah, I'm like, because I know, I know y'all got some interesting cats who run through there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, yeah. Let me tell you, our customers are great. I mean, I'm sure. Listen, first of all, I'm saying that, but um, when when you have that much history, I'm like, New York City. That's the best part about New York City. Yeah. The 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 mix, the diversity, the personalities, and then you talk about history. A lot of history there. Y'all got it going on. So I need to know. I need to know the high caliber individual that I'm bumping. I want to feel like, yeah, you know. I mean, you're I the high caliber when it comes. Uh, listen, man. Well, let I'll, me, I'll be honest with you. I know, you, I, I know Ronnie's Ronnie's up in there. I want to bump Ronnie Barnes. Okay. <laughs> and I know you never wanted to come in with Ronnie Barnes. Everybody well, knows the story about. You got to give it to me. Give me, give me, give me your. Give so me Ronnie your best. Barnes, who's senior vice president of medical services, has a steady table once a month. Yep. And any player he has ever brought in has gotten cut or released from the team. So the word got around the locker room. If Ronnie invites you to Rayos, do not go. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's what we're here for, bro. That's what we're here for. They say if Ronnie invites you to Rayos, it's your last supper. Well, Ronnie, I want to thank you for never inviting me. You know, there's a lot of things Ronnie's done to, <laughs> for me, but that's probably the biggest Ron thing you've done. Ronnie is one of the greatest men I ever met in my 100%. life. 100%. I mean, if anybody's ever, there, there's nothing that anyone could say overtly negative about Ronnie Barnes. He's been the linchpin and probably one of those hidden gems. I think gems he's held that, that organization together for a lot of years. What is, would you say is your defining moment in your own career, in your own experience, in the restaurant that you serve, as well as your relationship with the Giants as well? What is your defining moment in your life experience? Probably where I am at the point of my life, being at the restaurant yeah. and doing the things that I, I'm able to do. I mean, we have a place in LA, which I'm out often. We're in the process of possibly opening another place so Dope. doing that and I mean being around the Giants and I mean Ronnie and a bunch of those guys sure. ownership I became friendly with a lot of the players like you Plaque, Stray I mean everyone's great listen well, you, you, I think the two most stressful moments of my life is talk to me the end of both Super Bowls <laughs> <laughs> well you already know the Giants are the cardiac kids you know what I'm saying exactly so you gotta have exactly. it. They, they, they put it right there right, right, listen, right to the end Right, to the, right end. to the end. Ain't nothing coming easy, but that's the New York City grit, man. What are you most excited? Last thing, what are you most excited about 
Um, like I said, you already mentioned some up and coming things with the restaurant, which is exciting. Right. I, I, I got to check off rails at, off my list, so it's been way too long. I tried. I don't know what the heck I was thinking. Now, now that you, I really I think you were in an event downtown. You were just coming that's up. What and it just, was. Just, that's that's exactly up, what yeah. it was. I was shooting my shot. <laughs> I was shooting my yeah, shot. I'm like, like eleven o'clock. I'm like, I'm <laughs> done. I'm going. We're going home. Kitchen's done. <laughs> so, what are you most excited about? Like I said, this 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 stage, this chapter. I know the restaurants got some up and coming things, but um, even as just a, a man, a human individual, what are you most excited about moving forward? Just keep doing what I'm doing, how, the charities that we work, working with, the charities that we do. Yeah, I know you said there's a couple that are... So Ronald McDonald House is one of them. Huge. That we do we do a bunch with. And one of the schools up in the neighborhood, the diocese wanted to close it like 15 years ago. Yeah. So every year we do a dinner. And over the last 15 years, we raised over $6.5 million to keep the school open. Amazing work. Yeah. Amazing work, $6.5 million. Yeah. And the school there, the neighborhood we're in, you got a lot of people that are... From single homes, one parent who has two jobs. I love it. Whose father's working three jobs a day. This is so this is, we're keeping the school open and keeping that Catholic education going. Amazing, amazing work, amazing legacy. Keep at it, boy. I appreciate you for stopping through. Thank you. I love you, D.